y'all. Welcome back to The Vantage Point. This is episode two of our podcast about body image and comparison. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how we address the way the world talks about our bodies in light of knowing what the Bible says, and also some practical tips as to how to handle the struggle in our world today. So we hope you enjoy it. I kind of want to transition our conversation into, so like we have talked about what the Bible says, kind of what our perspective should be in, in light of what the Bible says about this. How do we take that and put it into what the world is saying today? That complete contrast versus what the world says about our bodies versus what the Bible does. Again, I think this has to do so much of, you know, when we hear what the world says about our bodies and how we process that, that again is such a mental game. and. That's also going to be the same thing for your friends and coworkers and family members and whoever else. And so one thing, how do we address what the world says about our bodies is we have to, again, ground ourselves in scripture, like the verses that we read. You know, if you want to know more, you can look them up. But if we don't know scripture, we're not going to know how to apply it. We're not going to know what God says about this. And we as believers have been gifted with the truth. We have been gifted with something higher than ourselves which is god and so we can see whatever the world says we are so much more than how we look and what we weigh and what we eat we're so much more than that and so we can know and point others to how you know once this life ends we don't have to say okay great i was this weight and i worked out this many times a day we can look to like no i nourished myself and took care of myself and i obeyed god yeah i'm we're not the Bible calls us as believers to be in the world, but not of the world. So we are called to be a light in the world, but we are not called to look exactly like the world. Mm-hmm. There's also another verse in Matthew. If you are a friend of the world, you're an en- enemy of God. Mm-hmm. So when we're facing you know, the voices of our culture, the voices mm-hmm. of our world, we have to remind ourselves that when we're called to be a light in the middle of that, those voices are loud and they will mm-hmm. always be loud. Our friends will always sit, come to us being like, well, I saw this on you know, Instagram or I saw this on TikTok. You even are going to have those moments. I probably daily have those moments where I compare myself to somebody on Instagram. And I have to remind myself that those voices are loud. But if I'm actively reflecting those voices back to people, then how are they seeing Jesus? So I'm called to be set apart from the world because I follow, I follow God. I'm a mm-hmm. believer in Jesus. And there's very clear you're either a friend of the world or you're a friend of God, and I'm a friend of God. So that means that when it comes to body image, I'm going to lean into scripture. Like mm-hmm. Catherine said, I'm going to fill my mind and my heart with scripture so that I'm, I'm not falling into these traps that the world's going to set for me. The world is always going to tell us we're not enough, whether that be you're not the right size, you don't have enough money, you don't have this or that. It changes every season of life. Mm-hmm. You know, in middle school, you think one thing and then high school becomes a different comparison. Same with college, same with young adult, even on until, you know, you're married with kids. If the Lord Mm -hmm. allows that in your life, you have to remind yourself there's always going to be comparison. And so how do I set myself apart knowing I'm I'm sealed by the Holy Spirit? I can set my mind on things above and I want to reflect Jesus to the world. I can be Mm -hmm. in it, but not of it. So being in the world looks like you're very aware that this is Mm -hmm. and you see it but you're not giving into it and you're not reflecting it to others. It also comes down to like what you intake is part of what shapes you. 
And so, yes, we're in the world, but we do have control over mm-hmm. in, in some regard what we're taking in. And so if you notice that this is something that you're struggling with, if it's tied to certain things, don't do those things. There are so many songs that glorify certain kinds of bodies or to see our bodies in not the way that God created them to be. So don't listen to those things. Or if it's movies, you're seeing one type of body projected and things like that, then just don't watch those things. There was a season in my life where I realized I just couldn't watch romantic movies and things like that because it made me constantly play this comparison game, not as much about the way I was viewing my body, but relationships and things like that. And so I just took like a year and a half and I was like, I'm not watching rom-coms or like sappy romance movies because it wasn't helpful to my mind. And so I think you have to, even if it's social media, things like that, it doesn't mean like we need to live in a Christian bubble and never watch anything. I love TV shows and things like that, but you need to be aware and take like an assessment of what's coming in and what's flowing out of that and then make changes where changes are needed. It goes back to that, that thing I said earlier about setting boundaries. Mm -hmm. So the Bible is very clear that what you, what you, the eye is the window of the soul, right? So yeah. what you see and what you allow into your heart and your mind mm-hmm. will become what you believe, become what you follow, what you pursue. And so we have to, as believers, we have to set those clear boundaries. We have to be willing to say, okay, I'm not going to watch this season of Outer Banks because it doesn't help my mental state and it makes me compare myself. If that's where you're at, then do that. And it mm-hmm. might be hard. Or you have to go to the other spectrum and say, I'm for a month going to only listen to worship music. This is kind of silly, but (laughs) Caleb does that. Like Caleb has a challenge that's like 30 day music, like Caleb challenge. But then they have real people's testimonies who come on and say, after a month, my my mind was clearer because I was listening Mm -hmm. to uplifting, encouraging worship music. And all of that to say that there are every person's different. So Mm -hmm. things affect people differently, how they affect people. Media itself will always be counter counteractive to what scripture is saying. So you just have to be, remember that. But then I would say, well, if you're going to set those boundaries to yourself, you need to bring in a friend. You need yeah. to look at a friend that you trust and say, hey, Allison, I'm not going to watch this past a certain time at night because it leads to these comparison things, which mm-hmm. lead to things I'm not proud of. Can you help me? Yeah. Since she lives with me, it's kind of helped. She could be that person. Hey, yeah. it's 10 o'clock. You know, don't watch Netflix. In middle school and high school, you are living with, you know, your whoever you're living with, your guardians, grandparents, mm-hmm. parents. And it's not as easy to go up to your, to, you know, your parental guardian and be like, please don't tell me to do this. And so find a close friend that can text you and say, hey, how much time did you spend on Instagram today? Or set a limit. He tell them the passcode. Mm-hmm. I think Allison did that once, like with our roommate. Like, here's my passcode. Mm-hmm. She still has it. So don't, you know, but like. The whole point of that is accountability. If you're going to start setting those boundaries so that you are helping yourself mentally, Mm -hmm. then you need to bring in somebody to help you with that. And I know we have a lot of parents that listen to this as well. And so just speaking to y'all, I know it might not make you like the cool mom or the cool dad, but you you have an influential role, the most influential role in your child's life. And so you can monitor what they're watching, what they're intaking. And that plays a huge role. Don't let not being the cool mom or something like that influence you from not doing that. But see what they're listening to, see what they're watching, because that's formulating their thoughts about themselves and others and how they're supposed to live their lives. I just want to echo everything you said, because the whole time you were Mm -hmm. talking, I was just hearing boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Mm -hmm. That is the biggest thing with ourselves and helping ourselves grow is our boundaries with ourselves, our boundaries with other people. And there were times in my life where I was 
playing the comparison game, especially with people on Instagram. So I started unfollowing them. Unfollowing them didn't help. Block them. Blocking them still wasn't helping. It just, I would just undo it. And so even taking the time of setting limits on my phone, deleting the app off my phone, and just really even recognizing my brain when I was like, I just want to look up their account and just see what they've posted. Of just like, no, because I'm doing that to compare and to put myself down. And I don't need to do that. And just even them building the habit of like, no, I'm going to choose not to do this. I think one thing that you can pull out from all of this that we're saying is that it's not going to change until you take some action. We can sit down at the feet of Jesus all day, every day and say, Jesus, help me, help me, help me. Right. And he's going to help us. There's always that action step. Jesus helps us, but we also have to be willing to do the things that are necessary for that. And so I love you, sister, but like if you are if you're not trying to help set those boundaries, make some changes, mentally change some of the way you think, it probably will never just get better on its own. And I'm speaking to myself yeah. and I think I can speak for the rest of us in here. There there had to be a point where we had to decide yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm not just going to keep talking about it or yeah. just waiting for the day it changes. I'm actually going to do this. And mm -hmm. So that's biblical and you can spend your own time. That's another topic. But if you want, if you want more background on that, look up in the Bible. Every time God asks somebody to do something, they had to be willing to do a part themselves. Mm -hmm. And God worked through that. There's probably some girls listening right now that are like, okay, you've told me what the Bible says. I know what the world says, but like, how do I actually do this? Like, how do I practically change the way that I look at my body and comparison to other girls and things like that? So what practical tips do you have to, for the listeners? You have. Ask the Lord for help because we can do all things through him, but we have to be willing to take an action step. And so bring the Lord in on it and be honest with the Lord in prayer. Just like, mm -hmm. I am struggling with this and I want to see myself the way you mm -hmm. see me, God. And then to take an action step and setting boundaries with yourself, talk to a trusted parent, friend, whoever it may be, and let them know, hey, I'm struggling and so that you know you're not in this alone because you're not in this alone and you have the community of people around you that want to support you and see you grow more into the image of Christ things and it takes work and we need community around us to accomplish that yeah Allison knows this tool I teach it to <laughs> everybody that I meet with so if you if you listen to this and you've met with me or if you meet with me in the future you're going to learn it but it's a very practical tool called tending your heart and the whole point of it is you are replacing lies with truth. It's actual, like pen to paper, I mm -hmm. am making a change in my mind. And it's simple, it's four R's. And I learned this in college. It was, the first one is to recognize. I'm recognizing the lie. I'm recognizing the negative thought. I'm recognizing whatever it is that is not healthy, positive, or from the Lord. I'm recognizing it. And that's usually either you need to write it down or you need to say it out loud. You need to do something to where it's you're getting it out of your brain and you're recognizing that's a lie. That's not true. And then the second one is you're going to repent. We're going to take that to the feet of Jesus and we're going to say, Jesus, forgive me. Forgive me for believing that this is true. Forgive me for forgetting what you say about me. Forgive me for, you know, stepping into these lies rather than learning the truth. Help me to see your truth. So we bring that to the feet of Jesus and we say, you know, Lord, it's yours. So not only are you actively recognizing, but then you're actively walking into forgiveness. And then now that you've cleaned house, 
You got to fill it with something good. Because if you don't fill it with something good, what's going to come back? Negative, right? Mm -hmm. So that's when you're actually going to take time to find verses, actual scripture, not just happy quotes from some random person, Mm -hmm. scripture that speaks specifically to the thing you you were dealing with that you can memorize, that you can write, wherever it is that like that's on your heart so that you remind yourself when you start thinking that lie again, no, this is what the Bible says. So for example, I've been dealing with a lot of fear at night, specifically regarding safety. I don't know why I get, I get scared at night that something's going to happen. And so I have to remind myself that God does not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. He wants me to have a sound mind and he does not give me fear. He gives me power and love. And so almost nightly now I have to say my fear out loud and then I have to remind myself what that is, right? So that's, that's basically me giving you an example of, of doing that. And then the last thing you're going to do is rejoice. Be thankful for the fact that Jesus gives us truth. Like he gives us salvation and freedom in him. And there is truth found in scripture that we can mm-hmm. allow to become in our, our thoughts, in our mind, in our heart. And so those four steps are super easy, super simple. Mm-hmm. And you can do that on your phone when you're walking to your next class. You can do that when you're sitting at practice and you have a few minutes and you're like, I am comparing myself right now, <laughs> right? Whatever it is. Or you can take as long as you need with your journal and your pen and your Bible and just sit down and do this practical tool. And it is, mm-hmm. it is amazing how much even just doing that, those steps automatically makes your mind feel clearer yeah. and you're able to actually start actively combating some of those negative things. I cannot take credit for this tool. It was taught to me. I do not know <laughs> where it's from. So I wish I could credit whoever made that. But I've seen it change my life. I've seen it change my friend's life. And mm-hmm. I've seen it change girls who I've been towards. I would just encourage you to consider maybe even doing that the minute this podcast is over. That's something that I had started doing in college too. Didn't have a fancy name for it, Tending Your Heart. But it was very transformative in my college years. And so even even if all you have time for is to say, this is what's in my head. This is what I know scripture said. And just speaking that scripture over yourself, like, that's great. Do it in that passing. Because I've learned that as I've studied scripture and learned different ones based off of different things I'm struggling with, I can just automatically do it in my head mm-hmm. without looking like up the Bible verse. Because if you're constantly meditating, if you're reading things, if you're writing them down, then it's just going to be able to pop in your head and it's going to help you just automatically change that thought over time. It's not going to happen in a day, but it will help you long term. I, I just want to take a moment and recognize the fact that sometimes this idea of body image and comparison and things like that can go past just like this this idea of like I have these thoughts in my head or I'm just mad at myself all of these different things and it can lead to real hard hardcore issues and things that need to be addressed and dealt with different eating disorders and things I know that Bailey and I have walked through with a few girls eating disorders and I just want you to know that if you're listening to this, if you're in that, I looked up a statistic and 13% of adolescents before the age of 20 will deal with some kind of eating disorder. So if you're in that percentage, one, you're not alone. Two, God sees you. We see you. And we want to walk through that with you. And we want to help you get the help that you need. There is no shame in counseling and therapy. I've been to counseling and therapy for things. But you, you don't need to walk through that alone. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, I want freedom. I don't want to be in this anymore. Like, I don't want to be doing these things. Like, please reach out to us. My email is allison, A-L-I-S-O-N-B at I-B-C-L-E-X 
com, and then I can pass you off to one of these two ladies too. We want to help you in that. And so I just, I don't know if either of y'all have anything to say about that, but I wanted to make sure that we touched on that because that's super important about this topic. You're not alone. You are seen and there are resources and people willing mm-hmm. to help you. All you have to do is say you need help and there's no shame in it at all. No. I've struggled with different temptations for serious struggles and the community and counseling that is out there can help you. I also want to encourage you that if you, you know, find yourself sitting in the dark and you're thinking, man, I don't think I'm ever going to see the end of this. Um, there is hope mm-hmm. and there's freedom. And ultimately that freedom is found in Jesus. One of the things that you will probably hear from us is repeatedly, there's power in Jesus and he is he will heal you. He's mm-hmm. right there with you and he's loving you and he's sitting next to you and he's saying, there is hope and there's freedom. You just got to, you got to look at me, right? You got to come into my presence and let me show you. You're never yeah. too far gone. Mm-hmm. You've never done anything too bad that he is not going to accept you with open and loving arms and welcome you home. And so mm-hmm. feel free to reach out because if, even if you're not a believer and you're listening to this and you're like, man, I want that, mm-hmm. we would love to talk to you about that. Yeah. And so. I just want to encourage you that if you're not a believer or you are a believer and you're like, man, I've just done too much. You're never too far gone Mm -hmm. and you can talk to any of us. You can talk to any pastor, (laughs) trusted believer, counselor, and they would love to to walk you through what that means. I wanted to close out with Ephesians 2.10, which says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So... If we could tell y'all anything right now, you were created in Christ Jesus for his good works. <laughs> and so walk in them. Walk confidently knowing that God created you exactly to, to be exactly who you are. And he has a purpose for you. And so live that out and glorify him like we talked about at the beginning for all your days. But thanks so much for joining us for this conversation. Thank you, Bailey, for Ooh, jumping in with the student team. Before we leave, Catherine and I wanted to tell y'all about a few things coming up with IBC students for our girls specifically. We have a high school girls night on March 24th, and so we're super excited to have those. We'd love to see y'all there and get to know y'all better. That's it. We will talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>